0: I wanted to make sense on how a lot of teams miss out on Gilbert Arenas. I wanted to really figure that out. Did you know anything about Gilbert uh, before he joined Washington? I
1: feel like that was part of Arenas' whole persona, the the fact that you don't even really know him. Um, his like underdog mentality was the entire reason why he wore number zero in the first place, because he he heard supposedly heard from someone that. Uh, a scout that he, he would probably play zero minutes in the NBA. It became the perfect thing for him that he was a second rounder, I would say.
0: After falling to the second round of the 2001 NBA draft, Gilbert Arenas silences doubters by quickly rising to stardom. Pero, hindi ng tagal si Arena sa tuktok. Let's dig deep here on Legend or Bust. Agent Zero, Hibachi, or simply Gil. Gilbert Arenas managed to get multiple nicknames during his career. The other nicknames, he sa sarili niya. Not exactly a class move, but Arenas can pull that off because he earned it. He won Most Improved Player in just his second season as part of the Golden State Warriors, the team that drafted him with the number 31 pick. The next season, the Washington Wizards pried him from Golden State with a contract that could not be matched. This was such a devastating twist for the Warriors that the NBA created a new rule called the Gilbert Arenas Provision. Medyo marami lang detalye para pag-usapan ang rule na yan dito. Pero basically, it's a rule colloquially named after Arenas himself para bigyan ng incentive ang mga team kagaya ng Golden State sa gantong sitwasyon. Siyempre nga naman. Sila ang nag-draft kay Arenas. Sila ang nag-invest ng time at resources para i-develop siya. Tapos makukuha lang ng ibang team basta-basta. However, the rule came after the fact. So Arenas was indeed on his way to Washington. In year four of his career or his second year with the Wizards, Arenas became an all-star, averaging over 25 points per game. By years five and six, he upped his scoring and was top five in points per game, behind only Kobe Bryant, Allen Iverson, LeBron James, and Carmelo Anthony in those two seasons. It was also in year 6 when he was voted in as a starter in the All-Star Game. Simply said, hindi lang basta one of the best point guards in the NBA C-Arenas noong panahon nayon. Isa siya sa mga legitimate superstars ng liga. Eh kung kagaling si Arenas, bakit nga ba siya nalaglag sa second round noong 2001 NBA Draft?
1: People don't really know about him even coming out of high school he wasn't necessarily highly recruited coming out of college he wasn't either Mm -hmm. he wasn't highly a highly touted prospect so that he really wore that on his sleeve and he wore it on his jersey literally because um his like underdog mentality was the entire reason why he wore number zero in the first place because he he heard supposedly heard from someone that uh, a scout that he, he would probably play zero minutes in the NBA. So he wore number zero because of that. Like That's, I guess, the, the fact that people didn't really know about him was really a driving force. Like he want, he was that underdog that he had that chip on his shoulder. I, I'm, I'm not the guy, but I'm going to try to make you think I am or try to prove to you that I actually am. So I think... That's like it became the perfect thing for him that he was a second rounder. I would say, mm. like the, the, yeah, the the fact that he he would he was able to say, "Oh, I'm a second rounder" in his head, because he needs mm-hmm. those things. He needs those little little picks that makes him feel like he needs to to prove someone wrong mm-hmm. or do something bigger, more grand.
0: Yan si Renzo Salao, editor sa clutchpoints.com at isang avid fan ng Washington Wizards. Renzo knows his stuff because, yes, Arenas did not exactly get big attention before he entered the NBA. This may explain the fall to the second round. And you heard what Renzo said about the need to have a chip on the shoulder. That's just part of the Gilbert Arenas personality. In a way, that personality is also what the Wizards needed.
1: The Wizards just weren't just weren't and just aren't right now a marquee franchise so Mm -hmm. nobody really thinks wizards even uh even when we won our championship nobody thinks about 1978 Washington bullets (laughs) nobody thinks about nobody knows like if you you ask a normal fan on that team nobody knows even if they're Hall of Famers on that team so since then up to now the Wizards aren't really a big franchise they weren't even when Arenas was there, but he was a big star. So, hmm. and part of that is from his personality. He was hmm. larger than life kind of guy. So, dalat dalat talaga niya yun eh. And and you can say that maybe he's not the perfect star for some of the situations. Like mo si Spurs the masisira ulo ni Greg Popovich ba? ni Greg
0: Popovich
1: in the first place, he for a franchise like say, the Wizards. Now was not on the map in terms of the NBA like stratosphere. He was I, I would still say he was the personality we needed at the time. Because people mm. still talk about Arenas now.
0: It does help, of course, that he was also brilliant on the court. Many of us NBA fans remember that Arenas was indeed electric. But being an NBA fan and a fan of a franchise are not the same thing. When you follow a team, you are invested. You are like part of that team. Some fans even act like a coach or a scout, ranting about the decisions about their teams. So we asked Renzo, from the perspective of a Wizards fan, how good of a star was Agent Zero? Uh,
1: For me personally, I think during his peak is very, very peak, which I would say was the 2005-2006 season, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. That was when he averaged 29, 29 points. Yeah. I remember that that year, I every week the MVP ladder at mm-hmm. so, NBA.com. Then you know, I check what an- his ranking was. LeBron, you know, Kobe. Yeah. And this, usually, he'd be around fourth, fifth, third. Pero he he, he was one of the highest scorers in that, in that season. And, Telaga siya parang naging superstar from mm-hmm. regular all star to superstar, and I would say at his best, um, he really was up there. Like, he was an all, he was an all player. He he ended up making three all and mm-hmm. during that stretch within those seasons. Mm-hmm. So, kung tatapatan mo with the guys like Kobe, with guys like LeBron, maybe not that level, but. He was, he was one of those guys that could compete. Like, you see you see nowadays, a guy like Dane sometimes goes right at Steph. The yeah, types yeah. of matchups. Mm-hmm. Even they're just like a step down, but they're still right up there. Like, top 10 player. Yeah. And I, I feel like he was firmly in that camp. Uh, you would say he was a top 10 player. And he, at times, could be a top 5 player, especially during his best
0: what separates him, or even what puts him above all these others, if he is indeed above all the other Wizards in history.
1: Biggest marquee star that the Wizards have had.
0: Because the Wizards have John Wall,
1: and John Wall was a massive figure coming out of college. He was huge. Yeah. He was the first overall pick. But, uh, like, I, like, John Wall didn't end up becoming that guy that everyone talks about. He was overshadowed by some of his fears, like Kyrie, like Steph. Mm-hmm. These guys who came up beside him, alongside him. But Arenas is a is was a figure that he like he, he really a larger than life kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He he was a persona that even like up to now people talk about, people remember him even way more fondly than I honestly think they should. Like people don't know the fact that he was only a three time all star. Like do I I, I, I would I reckon if you ask someone, they would guess more. Yeah, yeah. Like people don't know how short lived this this streak was, but that's just that's exactly the point. That it, it proves how much of a star he became. Like not just because of his play, and that his play was a factor too, because he was very exciting. He was mm-hmm. like ahead of his time, shooting threes, driving, game winners. His this, this game was something very exciting of itself, and also his personality that was that exuded even off the court so I guess that aspect is this one that really puts him cut above other wizard stars because like even coming from working working for clutch points um, mm-hmm. when you when you go through stars you want to write articles about and you check how how what people want to read Bradley Beal isn't, doesn't doesn't really move the needle that much <laughs> people don't People don't want to read Bradley Beal as much as I would want to read about Bradley Beal myself. And John Wall, he was was more more in the limelight, but he still wasn't at that level. I don't think people are going going to really be talking about John Wall like 10 years from now. Like people are talking about Arenas now, which was 10 years after he retired. So like there's a difference. Like the personality... The, the 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 showmanship the flair mm. that he had was just was just different something our franchise needed I would yeah.
0: say the higher a little were overboard
1: but yeah. yeah a little overboard he, went, he or maybe a lot overboard but it was a necessary evil I guess
0: of course who would forget the antics of Gilbert Arenas if you follow him on social media you would easily see that he is outspoken and not afraid to dish out hot takes. Agent Zero is also a known prankster and he can go extra with all those pranks. One of his most notable victims was former wizard Andre Blatch. Tama, si Kuya Dre na laging naturalized Pinoy at naglaro para si Gilas Pilipinas. The prank? Arenas took a dump inside the shoes of Blatch. Literal, seryoso, walang embellishing. Yan mismo ang nangyari. The story was, Arenas' is number two to the shoe was only in retaliation to Blatch, who took Gil's clothes and threw it all in the jacuzzi. Pero, sabi, Blatch did all this to just take revenge. He found his suit all cut up o pinaggugupit. Na ang naggupit-gupit daw, sabi ni Gilbert Arenas, eh hindi naman pala siya, kundi yung dalawa nilang ibang teammates. Itong mga pinag-uusapan natin to. these are adults, professional athletes. Yes, they can be really playful. But I think we will not forget the one time that they went severely and miserably overboard and Arenas is in the middle of this. That time in 2009 when Arenas brought unloaded guns into the locker room. Nanggaling ito sa isang high-stakes card game na nilarunya niya kasama si Javaris Crittenton, teammate niya, at si Javel Magi, isa ring Washington Wizard. Crittenton also brought a gun in the locker room. According to reports, threats were issued. From there, the league stepped in. Former NBA commissioner, rest in peace, David Stern, suspended both players for the rest of the 2009 season. After this, it was pretty much downward spiral for Gil. He retired from the NBA two years after that incident. Pero marami ang nagsasabi, kasama na Zirenzo, hindi ang gun incident na ito ang totoong turning point ng career ni Gil. His downfall was actually his injuries.
1: One, one, one big reason is Gilbert Arenas only really had one playoff. One real... Uh, technically, two. Uh, he had two playoff runs that he was injured.
0: And when Gil was healthy, he faced LeBron James.
1: The really iconic series... Well, I don't know if it's iconic for everyone. Against For me, against LeBron. Yeah. Against LeBron. That's yun the first playoff series in LeBron. First... First playoff game in LeBron in general. Yes, and that was that was his basically his only his only real series where he wasn't injured, mm-hmm. and he was that that he was at that peak where he was.
0: Okay, yeah. Well, speaking of big playoff moments and that playoff series against the Cavs, he also had a moment there. Uh, you know those two missed free throws when you really even have LeBron, um, you know, tapping him and even mm-hmm. saying some words to him, and you see a Gilbert Arenas a face that you don't see from Gilbert Arenas in any other day. Mm. You know? uh, what do you remember from that moment? And what do you think happened there? And as a fan, how do you feel about that? Actually,
1: as a Wizards fan, I would say one of the one of the prerequisites to being a Wizards fan in the mid-2000s was to hate LeBron. <laughs> I, I would say before anyone hated LeBron, the Wizards, the Wizards fans, the yeah, yeah. The Wizards were the first, but before na mayroong haters siya left Cleveland, Cleveland was abandoned by their their, their prized player, and um before anything, before he he became the guy who would always beat the, the Raptors that torment you to in the Rose and understood w- he was basically like me mm. where luca is now at the time he was he was just just starting in the league mm-hmm. so para for over fans, its fans talaga apple si Lebron. so mm-hmm. uh, like that playoff series basically defined the arena's playoff run that was the most important series in his career mm-hmm. and like before even before that moment even before the 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 game six retros that was in overtime game one palang bad trip namang Wizards fans kay kay LeBron because he he stole the spotlight. He I I was really annoyed because um the Wizards were were pretty good that season arenas was a rising star, but all the attention was on LeBron first game of his of his playoff career, he had the triple double everyone was talking about on LeBron. Jason triple double I think he had 34 11 11 something like that yeah and
0: then and
1: they won game, the game. game three they won the game game one hmm. in game three they they won again game winner the bronze yeah but uh, arenas 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 had the end one though the wizards were down two, Arenas got the end one went ahead by one and Dapat Shane hero. Or they, LeBron has it for the last shot, and he travels. Everybody, yeah. anyone listening, better check YouTube because you you check that game, and LeBron travels in game game winner. As in, parang five steps he goes in, he kind of like he he stomps and then he settles his pivot. Then pa niya again. And then he makes the layup. But the they're not going to call that because it's LeBron, and they don't wanna ruin the. Imagine, imagine referees calling a travel on LeBron in a, in a playoff, in
0: clutch. his yeah. first
1: playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're never going to do that. So that's why bad trip to bad trip. To... Even at that point, bad trip to bad trip. with Wizards fans, because specialty treatment. Cause LeBron, game one, pa lang, game mm-hmm. three, travel, not no call. Mm-hmm. And and then in game six, arenas again saved the Wizards with a three to force overtime because we were just do or die. We were one loss away from being eliminated. Arenas, I think he had 44. I think he had 44. Nice. He, he, had a, or he had 36 that game. He had 36 that game. But, and he, he was going to force overtime. But with the Wizards up one, two free throws, voila, uh, it's really just... Uh, it's It's a moment where you really kind of change your your view on Arenas because Arenas was kind of like uh, a guy who's you, you can't shake him he's, he doesn't get nervous he doesn't get uh, like he doesn't get intimidated by other stars but I guess this was really a moment where larger than life figure to Lebron like he's the of NBA at the time and he's the one he's the one talking to you right before your free in overtime to save your team and well I guess that, that the, the the biggest the biggest thing there is it kind of is like a chink in his armor. From mm. a guy who doesn't really get affected by anything, a guy who doesn't let other opinions affect him. Suddenly na na siya somehow. But then he missed it by chance, but malabo, right?
0: His and faces last, it all.
1: Yeah. Yeah, his mm. face has it all. The rest is history. See Damon Jones a game winner.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: After that. Damon Jones.
0: Uh, After that series in 2006, Arenas went on to have another all-star year in the 2006-2007 regular season. But he injured his knee in April 2007, thus missing the playoffs. From there, Arenas was never the same menace he was on the court. But listening to Renzo, don't you think Arenas should be aligned with the likes of Grant Hill, Tracy McGrady, Penny Hardaway as some of the biggest injury what-ifs? Or do we refuse to give him this because we remember him for his antics? If you think about it, his playfulness or quote-unquote crazy side may have also been the reason why he fell to the second round of the NBA draft. At least, that's what we can infer from a story of Richard Jefferson. Jefferson, the former high-flying NBA swingman, was Arenas' teammate in Arizona. They came to the league at the same year. They were both part of the 2001 draft class. This story took place during the 2001 rookie transition program for the incoming draftees. So, what happened? Listen in.
2: Let me, let me tell this story because oh, and then sure Gilbert. On, I, I never thought that so was so going We're seeing, seeing their rookie life. transition. <laughs> all of the rookies. All of the NBA PA, like all of the NBA people. So they're going around passing the mic, right? And as soon as like Jason Collins got it, he started laughing oh. and made everyone else laugh because they were making fun of him. Then oh. they go, well, how about you? So they had a the mic and they're like, so what do you want to accomplish in this league? And then Gilbert goes, I want to be a pimp. And the guy was like, wait, excuse me? And then they gave him a second chance. It was like, you know, everyone's kind of laughing, giggling. He's like, I want to be an international pimp. <laughs> and then the guy lights into him. If you're talking about being misogynistic, if you're talking about objectifying women, this ain't the league for you, and goes off on Gil thinking like it'll have some sort of impact. (laughs) (laughs) I was just playing, and then he asks again, so I had to double down. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pimp. Oh, the only thing that's better than the pimp is international. I had to double. I had to double down, like I'm in front of my peers. There's competition right here. I couldn't this is back what down, down from him. Like. in front of the entire NBA. Then on the top of it, right. So we have a treadmill test, right? We have a treadmill test, and so I'm right next to Gil. So we have a treadmill test. Everyone's trying to do this little the treadmill run oh. and all the bench press. It. Gilbert gets up there like a true LA kid. Gets up there in some brand wh- brand new all-white chucks, right? Like, this is what he's doing the draft workout in, in nah. chucks. I'm not shitting you. Listen to me. <laughs> he gets in there in chucks. And he starts running, right? He starts running the treadmill. And I'm like, look at this idiot. And then he hops off, like, a minute into what's supposed to be, like, a 15- or 20-minute 20 run. 21 minutes. 21 minutes. He hops off three minutes into it and be like, ah, oh, nah, this is messing up my <laughs> chucks. I can't do this. And they're like, they're like, you have to finish the test. He's like, nah, I'm good. This is scuffing nah, up my chest. So, this he. I can't. I'm standing right next hey, to baby, him. Like, oh. I was a legend. <laughs> oh my God, I was a legend, baby. See, he's doing this at Hang the draft, no. workout. draft workout. And then-
0: what do you think? Well, we can try to hunt down the scouts and general managers from all NBA teams from back in 2001 to actually find out. Or we can just make a guess. Or we can just let it go. Now that we can look at his career in hindsight, which is always 2020, we ask Renzo, was Gilbert Arenas the ideal star for your favorite team, the Washington Wizards?
1: I feel like um you question. Yes. I, I would say for the, for one, for one, one big factor is the fact that he was very injury prone. So mm-hmm. if you're going to tell me that he was still going to be injury prone, I would say no. But if if you if you would give me a guarantee that he would be healthy, then that changes the question entirely because that's really where his career got derailed.
0: How would you make sure that the next generation remembers Gilbert Arenas? What would you tell them? How would you tell them? If there's just a few things that you can tell about Gilbert Arenas, what would this be? How would you make sure that the younger generation, the next generations, will remember? Gilbert Arenas.
1: I think I think the funny thing about Gilbert Arenas is, just, um, and very defining of his personality, is the fact that even generation maybe ten years from now, I think people will know him because he's very loud on social media, which is very telling of his personality. I don't think he's going to slow down in terms of trying to still stay within the the, the limelight of the NBA as much as he can. He's, he's really just that kind of guy. So I feel like, even though I, of course, maybe I'll tell, um, I'll, I'll still share a few highlights of arenas every now and then when there's an anniversary of something, one of his game winners, or I'll tell um, my, my nieces and nephews or my children about it and whatnot. But I feel like a lot of it he's going to do by himself. <laughs> he's going to carry his own torch, you know, carry his own cross up until he can't anymore. And I feel like that's just the perfect way to describe how, what kind of guy he is.
0: Thanks for listening. I'm Gab Malyari, and this is Legend or Bus, where we discuss stories of making it big and falling way short in the NBA. Give us a follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your pods. Take care. See you.